You're listening to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. My name is Katie. I'm Vanessa. And y'all, the storks have come. We have a new bottom Bible baby. There is a new bottom Bible baby right up top. I'm going to apologize for if he makes noise or if I make noise because of him. Um, It is my new kitten. His name is Dorian Gray because he's an all gray kitty who looks like a little panther. His face is so cute that he looks like he's doing um, Tin Man cosplay because that like very chiseled gray on gray face that I'm truly in love with. He's disappeared. I don't know where he is now. So he could be lurking anywhere. He could he at any moment the house now. attack my feet. You don't know. He may also it's just be asleep somewhere. I don't know. Kitten life is joyful and terrifying. Because mostly terrifying for me. Mostly now. <laughs> I'm sure it will get joyful. It will get joyfuler. Oh, here he is. He's on the. Hello, Fran. Oh, don't. I'm such the ant in the situation. I'm like, I'll just do it. No, he is in full <laughs> snooky, wild and out, blackout drunk. He just bit my laptop. Okay, sure. Okay, no, now he's ignoring it for the unlit candle. Say goodbye to my candles forever. I can basically never light a candle again, um, unless it's in a closed room. Until like, get, no let him get a little older, it. then he won't care. Then he's like, "I hate this. Yeah. This is dumb. Everything's dumb." Here. The adolescent phase, the the Daria Morgendorfer of it all. I see those little ears. I see that body. Okay, we were. Oh God, I'm a little obsessed with him. Oh God, he's so perfect. <laughs> Tiny baby. Oh, okay. To like let you all know what's happening currently. Tiny perfect baby angel is we should have climbing been recording this. up onto Vanessa, and what I can see most of all, like, you know those um, those shopping carts in like CVS or like Walgreens that have like the big flag. That's what keeps happening in front of the screen, where I can just see his giant, perfect, super tall tail just like go across the screen. I know where he is at all times. Um, this is amazing. Speaking of beasts, perfect segue. Love it. There is a a new to us U.S. folks, not a new concept of a reality TV show because um, the British are always one step ahead in that always. reality television. But it is a show that premiered on Netflix recently for us in the U.S., a rebirth of sorts, perhaps, of the show called Sexy Beasts. The premise, it's a dating show that's not about the looks because all of the contestants are wearing prosthetics, meaning they have full beast makeup on. Like, let's think like, truly, like Beast from X-Men. Let's think, um, I don't know, what's another, just like it's full live action cats. The Beast from Beauty and the Beast, the TV show with Linda Hamilton, I think. I don't remember. This is from the 80s. They, They are in full in the words and letters of Tyra Banks, H to T, um, beast 
costume. So Full. nothing is showing. No, no, no human skin really showing that you can see eyes and you can see teeth and yes. kind of a mouth. Okay. So I realize I only set up half of this. So what this is, is each episode, it's very fast. So you know, like in some reality shows like Love is Blind, it was a long season drawn out matchmaking, The Bachelor, I'm going to say The Bartender, that's not a show, The Bachelor. That, would, that could um, be a show. I would watch that. I really would. But it's, it's just episodic. So um, it is, it's three singles to one. So on the very first episode of this U.S. version, which is still shot in London, but mm-hmm. um, it's a mixture of English participants and then mostly American U.S. participants that I've seen so far in the ratios. But it's one, um, it seems to be so far like heterosexual matchmaking. So mm-hmm. we have like one woman with three men again everyone is completely dressed up in prosthetics no one knows what anyone looks like until they're finally matched at the end so an episode would be one the first one was one woman with three male contestants and then they go on these little dates at first with all three and then they break it down to just like one gets the boot and then when they get the boot you get to see what they look like right so then we have they they get one kick them off and then there's left to two they go on these little dates with the two, and then um, they pick finally pick the one. And uh-huh. again, when they the one that they don't end up picking, they see them, boop, and then they finally have their last like matchmaking moment. Um, and so the we watched two. I watched two episodes. I watched two as well. The first okay. Two. And so the first one was the um, the main contestant was a female, and on the second one, the main primary like contestant was mm-hmm. a male, and then had he had three female like interests, and then the right. first one was a female with um, three male interests. Um, so it's a lot. Um, I my the most impressive thing to me, the that prosthetic work is incredible flawless like they're not so they're going to bars they're going to like you know kind of really date stuff they're also going on motherfucking roller coasters right they're going on amusement park rides and those flawless staying put they went into the rain like it was there was weather we had weather events and it was seamless couldn't tell the devil was still a devil Uh, right so in the first episode the main contestant is a woman, an American woman, uh, who is dressed as a devil. With a scorpion. Very square scorpion chin. And then her three prospective dates, there's like a statue, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's a mouse. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. DJ mouse. And then what was the other one? Uh, A, um, um, oh my God, uh, a baboon. Right, right, right. I instantly hated that baboon, and I was like, okay, I know which one she's going to pick <laughs> based on how I feel about all of these contestants. I texted Katie right after I'd seen the second episode, and I said I have a lot of feelings. It's, They're not good. It's ter- it is, <laughs> it's like that podcast. We're so, so bad, it's good. Um, it, is, it is truly all bad. It is. He, oh. Okay. All right. Well, well please. Okay. All right. Let's please tell. Please, let's, please go with those thoughts. Okay. 
Well, should we talk about the episode, like what's happening in them? Because if I, I, I'm only afraid if I give you my thoughts now, (laughs) like, it'll just be like, well, I guess that's it. Like that's (laughs) okay. So, okay. What Katie said first, they have like these, like, mini dates where she bar dates yeah she basically is having a drink kind of with each one of them and it's obviously staged like it's it's not a real bar that like at regular hours it's it's i swear okay i don't know what the name of the show is and i probably should have done my research before but here we are there is another english show it's called first dates i think i think it's called first dates i swear to god it's the same bar if you are english fan english reality television fan um please confirm or or deny. um deny if that's true or not it seems like the same bar and it's great okay please continue yes so they go on their, so their they go, little bar date they go on their little bar date where they're each having a drink and then they it looks like they go to another setting that i think it's like a castle yeah like it's a big yeah like castle a big vibes castle vibe place where she has to eliminate one person. So she has uh-huh. to eliminate one. And she's hemming and hawing and it very typical um reality TV dating show type of fake suspense mm-hmm. where she's talking she could be saying anything about any of them and it doesn't matter because at some point she just has to pick one. And she did not pick the one I thought she was going to pick just based on how she responded to him. Mm. Um, because he, this, the mouse asked her to go hang out later or some, something. I don't remember where, but it was like, he she was t- couldn't understand him though. He was too English, which I was like, wait, what don't you understand? Like, you ever met people? Have you ever met people that do not enjoy <laughs> Americans? I should say that don't enjoy <laughs> English television and can't, and they, they don't understand. They can't hear it. Like they can't hear the accent. Here's, here's. One of the things I didn't like about the show, there were no, and I've only seen two episodes, I guess. So maybe down the line, things are different. There, there aren't, there are a lot of intellectuals on the show. (laughs) That's being so the fact that she doesn't understand an English accent, not shocking to me. And it's like, I mean, okay. It's a little, I might be wrong. It's a little scouse or a little, it's, it's not like a posh accent that he has. No, it it We're is not a talking little, like Nottingham. Yeah, yeah, it is a little. It's, <laughs> but I, I mean, I understood him. It's fine. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. It's hard to read those little mouse lips. Yeah. But um, she she eliminates the mouse. Um, yes. And he gets a little salty. With her, he gets a little rude. Ooh, I did not enjoy that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. He gets, he, he's a little upset because in all honesty, she, he had asked her to go see, like, it was something in his, in his town, right? It was somewhere where he's from. They were, they were talking about somewhere where he's from. Some pub or something. And he said like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll go hang out there. And she was like, yeah, totally. And it sounded very sincere. Um, and then she was like, yeah, you're the one I don't want to see anymore. And she was like, but we can totally still go go see that pub. And he was like, no, go fuck yourself. You didn't choose. Not in those words. Yeah. He was a little nicer than that, but not that much nicer. He said your loss. Yeah. I think. Or was that the statue? Now I can't remember, but 
he no, did. No, I think it was the mouse because I remember being very put off. The I mouse, first I was like, okay, the mouse, mouse got very cocky. The cockney mouse, mouse got mouse. very cocky. <laughs> and um, she said something like, he was kind of rude. I was like kind of turned off by that. And I was like, you just rejected him, you fucking idiot. You don't. Yeah. Uh, one, yeah, he was rude, but you just rejected him anyways. You think you're going to go hang out? You don't care. Yeah. But you know. Like, why do you care? I guess at that point. So then she also, goes like, on the. I don't know. Be cool. Be cool, mouse. Mouse boy. Then she goes on the Sorry. date with the other two. And are, is that the carnival ride? That's the. Yes. That's the amusement the bam- park. The bamboo. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. The. Okay. You mean the bamboo? <laughs> Stop. I really like. I said it. The bamboo. There was a full man dressed in bamboo as a bamboo um, shoot. Uh, that would be amazing. Oh, can you imagine like a panda and a bamboo? Um, <laughs> love it. No, there was a baboon, which I personally douche patrol. I hated the baboon. The baboon, like I did the Schmidt from New Girl, like like audible, like noticeable, <laughs> like uh, yeah. I'm throwing up. Uh. He's everything I despise. I mean, I mean, this show reeks of toxic masculinity and toxic uh, femininity. Spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about those concepts. But it does. It's disgusting. I hate it. It's so, like, <laughs> showing the feathers. Bleh. I hate it. Ugh, I hate it. Um, but they go on a, they go to, like, I think it's, like, is there an amusing park near the London Eye? Honestly, I have no idea. I don't either. Because I didn't go on the London Eye. I'm um, terrified of that. I'm pretty idea. sure you can see, like, I could be totally wrong, but they go to, like, what feels to me as an American, very Coney Island vibes. Like, yes. it's not like a full Disneyland amusement park, but it's like a pier. It's a like, small, where you have a, yeah. A few rides. And they go on. It's not, it's a very carnival ride. It's not a roller coaster. Is it a roller coaster? Are they go on a roller I coaster? thought it was a roller coaster. They might. I think they go on two rides. Do they go on two rides? There's like a roller coaster and then there's one where they shoot up into the sky and they drop like a tower of terror. Oh, it was like the tower. Like a poor man's tower of terror. Yeah, it was like a, like a free fall kind of. Yes. That's a much nicer yeah. way to say it than a poor man's tower of terror. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, but that's it's all it's the I, ride. Yeah. It's a ride that isn't, if you've seen Zombieland. Where it's like the big like pole with the seats uh-huh. all the way around it. And then it goes yeah. up and then it kind of hovers and then it suddenly just free falls and drops. So they went on yeah. one of those and on a roller coaster. Makeup, all special effects makeup, perfectly intact. Very incredible. Incredible. Um, I do not remember what she did with the statue. I can't remember Man. either. And I'm Which going to be 100% honest. I don't remember who she picked. Oh, she picked the baboon. Okay, the baboon. Of course she did. Which honestly, like, out of prosthetic, he had a little bit of, like, a... Okay, and I don't mean this as a compliment. Actually, it was... I was like, oh. It was a little bit like... Okay. Like Danzig meets Tarzan. (laughs) Honestly, those are the vibes it gave me. We're going to maybe do a mashup of that so you can see what I mean. Um, Tarzan? And I mean, like, like Tarzan, Tarzan. like the Disney Tarzan. And then Tarzig. It was very Tarzig. He, okay, I personally did not think anyone on this show in either episode was attractive. However. Agree. Okay, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till we finish before I get into my however. Okay. So she ends up with Tarzig. Mm-hmm. He's celebrating because they think she's hot because she, she, 
well, she reveals during the show that she's a model. Yeah. Uh, she's living in living working in New York, and she is, yeah. she's a model. Um. Then in episode two, we have uh, a male, a main contestant who is a male, and yes. he's from L.A. Uh-huh. And he's like an X-ray technician or something like that. Yeah. Um, and the three women don't remember what they did. Cause okay, there, there you'll was soon, one. You'll soon find it. It doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter. Um, there is a, is a, an actress singer or a model, a model singer songwriter from New York. She's the lion. There's the pixie who is the military. And then, oh my God, who's the other one? The other one, what is she? I can't remember. Was there a panda or? There is a panda in the show, but we haven't gotten to their episode yet. Oh, okay. Um, oh my God. Okay, wait. I'm going to think about this. Oh, um, okay. So the pixie, she's blue. The lion cub is um, like, obviously, like a lion. Um, and oh my God, why can't I think of the other one? I know I can't. What I'm was she? Like, oh, she was like a weird zombie creature. That's why she's that's hard right. to remember. They made okay. That was kind of an unfair balance there because the other two had like this little bit of like oh kind of cute. They just straight up went like horror with her a little bit, like a little like full on Halloween horror nights with her, um, which I felt like was a little bit of a disadvantage because I don't know. I wonder if they had any influence in what they got dressed up as if they yeah. had any input or if there were like questions that they asked them like that determined what they would be dressed as yeah maybe the episode two my patience had really worn thin um yeah i will not lie episode number two i maybe fast forward at some parts oh full on 100 percent. it's painful it's more painful than love is blind the by far episode two the main contestant was was less of a conversationalist yeah that is true it was the most banal first date conversation you've ever heard in your life like it was like if somebody had written this as a script, it would be such a hack script. So, what kinds of things are you into? That's uh, cool. That's stuff. incredible. That's great. Wait, I let's love try. Stuff. Let's yeah. try. Let's you and me do. Re- let's reenact. Okay. Are you gonna be the? I'll be the gal or the. Okay. Okay. I'll be the gal. Okay. So wow, wow. That that's a that's quite quite a, a costume that you have. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are uh, one point? Wait, what are you? Are you a are you a cat? Because you, you? want to know what he was dressed as, y'all. He was a fucking beaver. He's a beaver, and she asked if he was a cat. And then he was like, "You think I'm a cat?" The, when oh. the dumb meatball, the dumb meatball thinks that you're dumb. It's just trouble. You in danger, girl. Yeah. <laughs> a meatball and there was a do you want to touch my bicep yes there was a do you want to touch my bicep he was very proud of his body which i'm just going to say wasn't my thing but 
we're not we're not body shaming. It's Let's just, go off, I guess. It's yeah. just yeah, I guess. I mean, but isn't the point of this show that we're not supposed to care what you look like? That's right. the point of being in costume and in like not just costume, but in being unrecognizable. Yeah. Now and here's where we get to my hatred of this okay. show. I'm my, ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Aside from just being bad, because it's a dating show, it's not going to be quality content. I am not a fan of like reality show dating shows because okay. it it tends to reward the worst. Oh, the type worst of toxic traits. Yeah. So the wor- the most toxic, the most shallow, like just the most vapid, mm-hmm. seem to get rewarded because they they will cast them based on looks because it's yeah. it's not your personality it's what you look like yeah and oh he's out of here he's sick of me and it's um, this weird thing like it's this weird pretend like okay so there's this t- there's two sides to these reality dating shows where there's half of the half of it is like it's a big joke that they're not in on Mm-hmm. And another half of we selected you because you have these quote unquote societal ideals of beauty, and there's no there's n- there's no brain <laughs> behind no. it, and that's that's supposed to be the typical dating show. Yeah, um, like qualifications: are you hot? Yeah. Personality, morals. <laughs> intelligence none of that matters it's are you hot what what are you going to look like on camera Mm -hmm. and they are they're presenting this show as oh this is different because we take that whole looks thing completely out of the equation but we cast the same fucking people that we would on any other dating show where only looks matter 100 percent. it is and again okay it's edited i imagine um, well, I'm um, not, I imagine it's, of course it's edited, but I don't know, like, what is the agenda behind the editing? Mm-hmm. Are they, are they editing to make it, make them look sillier, to make them dumber? Um, I'm just going to have to guess that they didn't have to try that hard. Um, every single person so far that I've seen has been like any other person you would have seen on a dating show and like not a good one it was it was very like mtv next it was that level it was there was like a frat boy watch some mtv next because there is that iconic bail oh we need to okay that's a task that we need to do there's two mtv dating shows next (laughs) is is the superior the other one is are you the one and there is the one. there is somebody on Are You the One that is a friend of a friend of the pod. Ooh, okay. Well, that's on the list. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a must. So it's it's very that era of dating shows. Yeah. So it's not as glossy as The Bachelor. The budget is not Bachelor, or not Bachelor, not quality. any of those. This is one hundred percent a smaller budget project it's yeah. very very next are you the one type of mtv fast like it's like a fast food dating show i can't get that gal bailing out of that bus out of my head i can't i just that's all i see 
Oh, can you imagine that in a prosthetic? Just yes. like a, a squid just sliding down. <laughs> That's my squid noise. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's supposed to be that you, you're taking looks out of the equation by putting everybody in on full kind of level head to toe field. You know, disguise. Yeah. But literally all they talk about is how hot they hope the person is. Yep. And the fingers crossed that like fa- there's a lot of fingers crossed. I hope it was worth it. Even the announcers, like when they're announcing like, okay, so up next, you know, so-and-so gets to see the mouse face without his makeup on. And will she regret her decision? It's like based on his looks, because I thought I we were supposed to be making a deeper connection here. I love that announcer though. Just deliciously trolling them the whole time. Just like, yeah, it's very love is blind trolls. I I enjoy I enjoy. I, they they troll the English troll better than than anyone. It's, 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 it's true. subtle. It's like a mm. what they lack. What they lack in seasoning, they make up for in trolling. <laughs> they what we where the fuck am I? What they what we lack in seasoning, we make up for in trolling and sick birds, deep guts, um, man. Oh, so everybody, literally both episodes, every single contestant, the main and the three uh, uh, possibles, all they talk about is the other person's looks mm-hmm. and whether or not they're going to be hot. Yeah. And it's like, you dum-dums, this is eventually going to be on TV. This is low budge as hell. Yeah. Yeah. You're all going to be TV hot. TV hot. You're all going to be reality TV hot. Yeah. It's like a sorority and fraternity version of where the wild things are. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that was a house you could pledge to. (laughs) It's the the guy, the main person, main contestant in the second episode is what sent me over the edge. Oh, mine was in the first episode. That fucking, not the piece of bamboo, that baboon. The baboon. I couldn't. It was so painfully white boy douchey. I I gave it the benefit of the doubt because I was like, okay, well, if this is episode one, you know, sometimes you got to go beyond just the pilot of a show. Sure. You got to give it two or three episodes to see, like, did they ever get a groove? Did they ever, like, settle into a good place? No, they didn't. No, they did not. Um, Episode two, significantly worse than episode one. True. I agree with that. People... Much worse in the second episode. Just really boring. They were, re- that's the thing is you picked dumb and boring. Yeah. And that's like a killer because you can do, you can go a little shallow. And but still be enticing. Love Island it, is a great example of that. I'm sorry, Darcy. Give me a Darcy. Darcy's got some problems. Or my pride was, and she, my prejudice. <laughs> Darcy, who maybe in what I've seen Darcy in, and admittedly, it's really only the very early, early nice face, the best cry, the face. very scrunchy face, in the very early, early. So I have not, I I did not keep up with the the show with her and her sister. I'm I'm mm. only talking about the episode where it was just the initial her and Jesse episode, mm-hmm. um, or uh, season of. Of 90 Day. 
she was not somebody who was interested in deep, in depth. Mm-mm. It was very, very surface, very shallow. Everything was looks, 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 looks. But even the guy, Jesse, also one of those very douchey reality show smarmy people. Yeah. But because he was like such a villain and he could actually string a sentence together. Yeah. It was, it made for more compelling television. You know, the and there was just more, inter- it was more fun drama. This was like just, there was no drama. There was, there was no fun. It wasn't fun. It would be way, okay, I get why it's just one episode because keeping up with that prosthetic work is a lot. Yeah. But I think the disservice is the fact that we're getting these short little mini bites and we're not getting a full season of the same people like doing the Maleficent, we're going to wear this for like 16 hours a day. And then keep going. I mean, I get why, because that would be really taxing and probably out of budget for them to do that. Well, then, Um, I mean, what they should have done, well, what the show that did this concept better mm -hmm. was, um, what was that one with Jessica? um, Oh, Love is Blind? Love is Blind. Because that was truly, the audience got to see everybody, which was cool. But the contestants truly were going in blind and they got to speak to each other and they got long dates and everything. And there was no physical contact and no and no visual. So you did have to have some kind of connection. How's she doing, Jessica? I don't still get she lucked out, didn't she? Because like the pandemic kind of happened right Ooh, after that and we forgot episode. and everyone just forgot, forgot how terrible she she was oh probably still is the drunken lean the sabotage saboteur the saboteur oh what about that other one with the bad credit oh oh amber amber <laughs> i was like amber. i have thirty thousand dollars in debt so i what? went to school with a lot of ambers i was like oh you i know her i know this oh. life this and of course amber falls for financially responsible okay Yes. He is, I can't think of that comedian or actor, but he was actually in a satirical uh, reality show, totally fake, called, um, my God, it was like, it was about like a fireman and Burning Love, thank you, as my boo shouts from the did Burning Love. He did say, Burning Love. Oh, it's so good. And the car- the Amber's boo, that is who, that you guys got to watch Burning Love if you've never seen it. It's so good. Never so seen it. funny. Um, and he's been in lots of things, lots of different um, comedies. But uh, just – so the sad part is he's playing a character. <laughs> he's intentionally right. being awful. This one, IRL in real life, is just awful. Awful. Just – just awful. Um, but see, this is – and I think that you do have a point – because you had more time to see more of them yeah. that you could see the awful side that did bring the fun element yeah. to watching this kind of that yeah there are terrible people but I can't take my eyes off of this this sexy beast whether it was the the way that the, the half hour Chunk. episode that everything got tried to get smushed into this half hour or that I think more likely they just picked terrible, 
who they were picking was just yeah. not great. Yeah. And people made out. They did. In these prosthetic disguises. They so did. One that, of them was the beaver. Yeah. And the baboon. I hated that baboon. My my Tarzig. He like was it. terrible. And I also did not like the baboon prosthetics. It was a weird... It. The devil was the best. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Devil was the best. And you could also see a lot of her face. Yes. I thought the mouse, too, as well. The mouse was good, too. But the mouse was, like, a little too cutesy. Like, I would not want to fuck that mouse. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we once talked about fucking Muppets. That's true. For I the record. No five I think I said five the count. not a blonde mouse. But Yeah. Um, yeah he's very – well, he gives you – he does give off very give a mouse a cookie vibes. I like, yeah, I don't want to get freaky with Stuart Little. No, <laughs> it's very no. Stuart Little. And the baboon, personality wise, we've been rewatching. I say we, but it's more been like I've been rewatching it and make my boo watch it as well, and he enjoys it. New Girl, um, mm. which also, when that show aired, people were like, oh my God. Like, I people would text me, like, my mom watched that and immediately thought of you. And I was like, okay. And then, like, I watched it and I was like, oh God, it me. But, um, discuss this in person or on pod where you mentioned this at work very casually where you've only just recently realized (laughs) (laughs) that i'm just kidding what fuck but it me um you say you're like i get it i get it the bangs the crochet i get it i got it i get it it's a vibe (laughs) um the ukulele the singing randomly that's right (laughs) but the character schmidt is a joke on the show. It's so cringy. There's a douche jar. That baboon was real life Schmidt energy. Right. Which it's funny on a show, awful in real life. We've Not, all encountered yeah. it. Like, ooh, no, don't touch ooh, me. Uh, I'm a stranger. Get away from me. Um, stranger danger. Baboon. And then the kissing uh, in the rain with the umbrella. Could you imagine? I bet those people that were doing the prosthetics were having like a fucking heart attack. Be like, can we cut? Can we Imagine cut? Can how we it cut? Smelled, like what it smelled like. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. Okay. Can I say one weird thing that I've realized about myself? I love the, I love the season of uh, Halloween. I love it. I hate the smell of Halloween stores and Halloween makeup. I hate it. It it's makes the me smell feel of, like cheap plastic. Really uncomfortable. Like it may like, I, okay. When I watch, Sometimes we watch a few um, YouTube vloggers, and if they do like Halloween stuff, that they go to Universal Halloween Horror Nights. I have this weird thing where I can't eat and watch it because I think of the smell. It's the sensory overload, and it's a combination of like I hate that, and then I so I can't enjoy my food. The smell of the Halloween store. <laughs> I hate it. It makes me like I can't eat food. It grosses me out. I can't. It's the smell of like a plastic wig. And, like, the inside of those masks. Yeah, and it just makes me, like, some somehow it makes me feel sad. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me feel sad. I just think of those, like, makeup kits that are just probably going to break you out. And they're just, like, there's just chalk. <laughs> Can I tell you how? When I go into a Halloween store, I, too, get really sad because it's temporary. Oh, okay. And yeah. I just mm-hmm. think like, oh my God, it took so long to set all this up and to organize everything. And you're going to have to take it down next month. Yeah. And you're going to have to get a new job. And that it's blows. Just, 
time is fleeting. Sometimes. It's like, but they they actually have a manager here. Why? That awful. It's like a fog machine. That's what it smells like. Do you know oh, that like fog machine can smell? I can I tell you? Rubber. Okay. okay. Well, number one, I love the smell of fog juice. Okay. I love it. I know. Fog juice. Uh, okay. But here's the thing. Great punk band. Fog juice. Fog juice. Called it. Um, my friend Jen and I, back in the day, we were. This was before she had children. She was with the man she ended up marrying. So she was with her now husband, but they were just dating back then. We were all young, fancy, footloose and fancy free, whatever. And so we did what any 20, 30-year-olds would do. We bought a fog machine. It was called the Fog Hog. And gallons of fog juice just for fun. And then we were home alone one day. There was well, not home alone, but like there were no kids in the picture at this time, so okay. it was just the three of us at their house. <laughs> and Jen and I got the idea, like let's fill up a room with fog. Oh my oh god, my let's god. fill up a room with fog. And we tat, told, you know, asked her husband. We were like, hey, it's middle school dance well, in here. It was her boyfriend <laughs> at the time, so we were like, hey, boyfriend, could you help us fill up a room with fog? We want to like load this fog hog up with fog juice. And we want to just let this fucker rip. And he was like, absolutely, 100%. I love this idea. I love so it. So he helped set us up, set it up. There was like a small, she lived in this weird, at the time they lived in this weird house where there was, I think what they were trying to pass off as a second bedroom, but it was really just like what was probably at some point a dining room. But it did have, I feel it this had energy. two sets of yeah. doors. So it yeah. had like one door on one side, one door on the other side. So he helped us close up the door. And <laughs> there was this, it was like a sofa and a TV in that room. That, that was all that was in there. So we filled it up because it was the most empty room in the house. So we filled it up with the, the fog juice. He got it going and it started to fill up. And then he was like, I'm out of here. You guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> so he left the room. He's also like six foot seven. He's like yeah. a giant of a man. So yeah. he left the room and then the two of us were like in the room laughing our asses off because it was, you couldn't, you couldn't see your, your hand in front of your face. My There was God. zero visibil- visibility. I'm starting to understand why the kids turned out the way they did. <laughs> so what the, fo- the, fog what the boyfriend <laughs> ended up doing no, they're beautiful, wonderful was children. we heard the door open and close and all of a sudden we were bombarded with fur. He let the two <laughs> dogs into the room. Oh my God. Without telling us. And the dogs went nuts because the dogs couldn't see us. And we're just, go- the dogs were in heaven, by the way. The dogs were having a blast. They weren't scared or freaked out. They were having the time of their lives. And they just like climbed all over us and were jumping on us. And we I couldn't see. So we couldn't get them to stop. And we were also laughing so hard. We couldn't get out from underneath the dogs. We couldn't find the door because we didn't know where anything was. Huh? And the dogs like making all that noise. It like, it like I got so disoriented because I oh I couldn't God. tell which way was left where, or right where, or up oh. or down. <laughs> I could find the sofa. All I could do was find the sofa. And so we we like so were screaming for help. And I think eventually he opened the door and like let it out. <laughs> I think he just like made fun of us. I was like, you guys are so fucking lame or something. <laughs> and it was the greatest. And the smell of that fog. I I live for the for the smell of that Imprinted. fog. It just makes me so mems. happy. And every once in a while, I should text her tomorrow. It's not that late. I should text her now. You remember when we filled up that room with the fog juice? 
I mean, that's who I we used to be. I love that it's called a fog hog. I love that it's fog juice. It was the, and if we always used to say, should we fire up the fog hog? <laughs> should we fire up that old fog hog? <laughs> you just had some fog That's incredible. Juice. That is. Oh, if you, incredible. if you have access to one, it's probably not good for you. Oh, it's but just probably once. terrible for you. Just once. It was just the yeah. one time. We never did it again. We always said just we were going to do time. it again. And then we never did it. And I'm glad we never did. Cause that was a yeah. one and done. You do it once. Can't let the dogs trample you. And I've always said, if I'm going to go, my that, my choice is I want to be trampled by puppies. Yeah. Just know I was happy. No, I was never happier than <laughs> when the, I was shuffling off that mortal coil. Oh, my God. With a pupper. That's incredible. Well, we're not going to uh, burn your earlobes for too long about the sexy beasts because we want you to watch it and tell us what you think. It is terrible, um, but you should at least watch a couple episodes. Just watch a just few to, to say you did. Yeah. Um, the the disguises, the prosthetic, are the prosthetics are incredible. It is truly the, easily the best part of the show. Oh, they are. 100%. It is remarkable what they do. Like the any whatever budget they had, they blew their entire wad. On these prosthetics. There was 1, no room percent. for anything else. Nope. Nope. Yeah, that's right. You want to go see the London Eye? Kid. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, that's all I can afford. It's free. That's, I mean, it's not free. But, um, okay. All right. So, go watch it. We want to hear about it. We may or may not watch more. I don't know. I can't decide. Um, to quote my husband after watching it with me, he's like, ooh. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> End quote. I yeah, I don't Agreed. think I could ever, ever even Sit dream another? of asking Doctor Boyfriend to watch this with me, and he's very patient. He'll watch a lot of my dumb shit. Yeah, not this. Yeah, this was, he was this was a bridge was too far. Yeah, he did though admit. He said, "I bet you can't guess this." He was like, "In grad school, um." a bunch of the grad students would get in from the sociology department would get together and watch a reality show, a reality dating show once a week. And I looked at him and I said, really? And he goes, yeah. And I said, okay, okay. And I said, well, my first instinct is to say some sort of the bachelor thing, but that's obviously not it. And he was like, no, no. And he was like, I'll give you a hint. It was like, I, I can't remember what hint he gave me. And I just looked at it, but it wasn't a major one. And I was just, I looked at him and I just went, Oh my God! Was it Rock of Love? And he, <gasps> he was gobsmacked. He said, "Rock of Love." I cannot. He's like, "Have I told you this story before?" He's like, "I cannot believe you fucking get." And I said, "I watched Rock of Love. You were not say, alone, sir. I watched one and two. Did to. not watch season three because <laughs> I, I didn't even realize there was a season three. But I did absolutely watch one and two. We still need justice for Daisy. Um, she was robbed. I don't Daisy. think she's doing well." I'm not I sure. I don't know. It's touchy. Okay. But we hope you're doing well. We hope you're doing well. We hope that your love is rocking, um, rolling, shimmying. Beast, beastly. Even. Well, beastly, beastly if that's it. where you mm. want to take it. Um, but don't take that literally, please. please. I mean, don't. Only if there's consent. Only if it's like role play. Don't. There it is. 
Um, that reminds me of the one time I accidentally walked into the sex museum in Amsterdam. That is a story for another pod. Mm. Needless to say. Oh, you've told that when story you're before. In a, on pod. Yeah, yeah. When you're in a sex museum, don't just wander aimlessly. You will end up in a room you regret. Yeah. Full of, full of regrets. Um, the all right. That's actually a great way to end how I felt about watching both of those episodes. It is full of regrets. It is a room, it is a room of regret. But worth it for the incredible special effects makeup yes truly that is chef's kiss magnifique if you go for that is go for that that is the one compliment i will give this show yes so to give our show a compliment you could rate review and subscribe to the podcast we are the bottom bible if you want to reach out to us you can dm us on instagram we are the bottom bible if you want to send us an email or the bottom bible at gmail.com and we'll be back next week with a, another fresh new episode for y'all. Not in prosthetic. No, not. We, we can't and mm-hmm. we won't. Can't afford it. Won't do it. I don't like the makeup. Makes me want to gag. <laughs> All right. So bye. Bye, bye little baboons. <laughs> bye. Bye, you bamboos. Uh, <laughs> you bamboozles. Bye, bye, you bamboozles. To tell me what you